Management is hard. Not only do you have to achieve the results, but now you have to achieve the results through people. And we all know how crazy, lazy, unmotivated, undedicated and undisciplined people can be, which poses a significant challenge for most managers, especially new ones. But not to worry. Today, I'm gonna to share with you a framework which removes the confusion between you and getting the best results. So, during my journey, I've coined a phrase, I've coined a framework for management, and it's called ACE management, A-C-E management, okay? Now, here's why. For me, there are five pillars in management. The first one is accountability. Secondly, is competition. And then thirdly is effort. Fourth is energy. And fifth is execution. Now, if you can get all of these things right in your team, in your business, then I guarantee you, I guarantee you that you will be on the path to achieving the best results. Now, the next thing I want to say to you is that all things take time. Because even if you have a bad character in your business, in most countries, with the labor laws don't allow you to just fire them. You have to go through a process. And so with all good things, we must wait. And so, you know, I just wanna I just wanna guard you guys to say, you're gonna get these principles, you're gonna implement them, and then you have to keep steady and keep believing in the principles to get them to work. Okay? Cool. So let's move forward. Let's start with the first one. A. That's for accountability. The first thing about accountability is that the world is built on it. As a society, we survive together because of it. If there was no accountability for actions done, especially negative ones that destroy society, then society would fall and crumble. It would go into degeneration and never exist anymore. So with accountability, it's a sign to everybody else that, hey, this action is not acceptable. Ignoring your accountability is not acceptable you will be punished for it. And or, if you accept your accountability well, and you do all the things you say that you're supposed to do and that the company demands of you to do, then you will achieve and receive rewards. And that both uh, prevents people from doing bad actions as well as reward people for doing great ones. So, first step in accountability is as follows. Before you move any pieces, before you move any people, before you communicate, the first thing is you need to spend the time to identify what each position in your company should be accountable for. Okay, so let me repeat that. You need to identify what each position in your company needs to be accountable for. And also I'm gonna recommend and urge you guys to keep an eye out for cross accountabilities. I'm not a big fan of cross accountabilities. Why? Because if two people are accountable for the same thing and it goes wrong and you walk in the room to one of them and you say, hey, why wasn't it done? You're accountable for it. They're gonna say, hey, I did my part. 
I don't know what happened. It wasn't me. It wasn't my job. It was, and so it creates confusion and confusion is never good when you're trying to push a ship in a certain direction. So avoid that at all costs. Cool. Next thing, once you've created this map, this roadmap of which positions are accountable for what, then you need to communicate to the people holding those positions. And you need to communicate as clearly, directly, and effectively as possible. Also, they should have a document that they can always go back to. So it shouldn't just be word of mouth. You need to put it in writing so they have it and you have it in the event that they don't follow what they're accountable for. They don't do the things that they're supposed to. Everybody has it. It's signed off that you read it. We're clear. This is what you're supposed to do, right? Yes, perfect. Cool, so that's the second thing about accountability. Communicate to everybody what they're accountable for. Now, thirdly, which is a tough one, especially when you built up a relationship with your people, built up a relationship with your team, you walked into the meeting and you said, hey guys, we're a family. It's going to be extremely difficult to hold people accountable. It's going to feel bad. It's going to feel like it's not the right thing to do, but it is. And actually not holding people accountable will almost guaranteeingly lead your company down the wrong road and the bad behavior is going to spread like a wildfire. So, hold the people accountable. You said, I said, and you agreed that you should move 10 blocks every day. Why did you move four yesterday? Okay, let's have a conversation. I moved four because this, the rain was falling. All right, cool. Three days later, move four again, no rain, what's going on? Hold people accountable, write the letter. Fire the people that need to be fired. If they don't want to do the work, I'm sure somebody else will, okay? Hold people accountable. And then lastly, and this is a very important piece, is that you as the manager need to hold yourself accountable and to a very high standard. So when you tell your team that you're going to do something, ensure that you do it. When you set the meetings, don't not show up. Hold yourself accountable and to a high standard. So that can spread because if you don't hold yourself accountable, I guarantee you, even when people tell you yes to your face, as they go into their private WhatsApp groups, they're talking about you and it's not good and they're planning not to do as you say going further because you're a hypocrite. So you have to be very careful of that and you have to hold yourself accountable. Cool. And by the way, so I'm just gonna go over the topics here on the top. This is more of an introduction. At another time, we'll go in depth into how you implement all of these things in the different pieces, the meetings, the follow-ups, the reports, how you achieve all of this in another video later on. Cool? So that was accountability. Now moving on. Number two, let's talk about competition. Now, before we go any further, I want to say that competition should never be implemented before you have accountability. 
Accountability is the base for the structure to stand on. And then from there, when you want the extra mile, when you want the extra sales, when you want the extra effort, then you add in competition and that will drive people forward. Okay, cool. So, who are we competing against? Good question. And for me, as a manager, you should always find external communication first. There should always be common enemy outside. So, a company versus a company. Who is your biggest competition as a company outside? And you need to share that message with everybody in your team. We, X company, is competing against Y company. They want our food and we're not going to give it up. We want their food and we're going to get it. Okay? And that does a couple of things. It gets people energized and running in that direction and it opens their eyes up when they're out there doing their sales or, or whatever they're doing. It opens their eyes up to look for opportunities to attack. Okay? And then secondly, having that external competition brings the team together because now there's one common enemy. Now it's not everybody just trying to get the pay and go home. It's now we are fighting against that guy. Okay? And that's very important and very powerful. That will allow you to free up your headaches and have people just running and coming up with ideas on their own because they want to win the game. Okay? Uh, secondly, you can put competition against different brands. So that's a level below. So you have the company going against that company. But then you have specific key brands where it's like, yo, on this shelf, there is no way that you should let that product have more facings than you. We are the king. We're the best. They're trying to attack us, defend it, get bigger, pay for space, execute where they're trying to execute, crush them which galvanizes and again clarifies is just like point one. It brings the team together, share the wins that different people are having with each other, share the insights that different people are having with each other. And it brings them just moving together as a unit, which is way more powerful than people moving individually. Okay. Now, thirdly is that you should have them competing against each other. I'm a huge fan of incentives. However, I'm not a fan of socialistic incentives. I don't like incentives where everybody wins. I like incentives that with first, second, third, champion. These are the words that I want people to fight for because that's powerful. People want to achieve. It's not just money. People are not working just for money. They want validation that they are great Give them a big trophy for being excellent and going above and beyond. Trust me, guys. You're going to get so much more out of your team. I've seen it. I remember my last sales meeting. I forgot to mention who the winner of an incentive was. And everybody stopped the show and said, wait, the meeting cannot be done. Because we've been fighting and it was a close race. Even the people who weren't in the race wanted to know, wanted to uncover the suspense of who was the champion and so very powerful thing now one thing to watch out for when you have people when you have teammates competing against each other 
is as the manager, as the governor, you have to ensure that this, the game is being played fairly. Okay, that's your job. You have to make sure that it's friendly competition. All right, and, you, and again, later I'll drop a video about competition and we can go into the depths of it, how to set targets, incentives, etc. And how to make it fair and how to make it friendly as well as competitive at the same time. Okay, I want to urge you that if you find any of this information valuable that you like and share this video so that others can benefit. Also, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe to the page and hit the notification icons to be updated on more videos like this when I post them. How would you feel if you could double your salary in just one year? Or better yet, how would you feel if in just a few years you could earn five or even six times the salary you earn today? Well, I'm here to tell you that that's more than achievable because I've done it and you can do it too for only 9.98 US dollars, which is less than 2,000 Jamaican dollars. In this book, Navigating the Corporate Maze, I show you the exact steps I took from earning next to minimum wage as a call center agent to holding regional positions in the Caribbean and national positions in some of Jamaica's largest companies. Now, just to be clear, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is information to turn you into a person who attracts high-level jobs and attracts high salaries. I answer the toughest career questions and provide tactics for you to shape your ultimate career. Now, if developing your career is not something you're interested in, go ahead, swipe, move on to the next video. But if you are an ambitious person who wants career excellence, who wants to get that promotion, who wants to get the high salaries, go ahead, grab this book, Navigating the Corporate Maze on Amazon. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Bless.